Hey, it's Mal. And Maddie. And, and this, this is, is Matter, Matter of Fact. Fact. Just two best friends dabbling and speaking with superficial knowledge on our subjects. In other words, a smattering of facts. Happy Halloween, everyone. We are recording on actual Halloween, and hopefully we'll (laughs) actually have it out on actual Halloween for you. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it's already Halloween. But do you know what that means? Tomorrow you listen to Christmas music. (laughs) Tomorrow is Christmas music. (laughs) I am so excited. You don't even know. I'm excited for Christmas this year, too. I don't know what it is, but, like, I'm, like, extra excited in anticipation of Christmas. Great. Awesome. That's good, but I'm just excited for Christmas music, first off. So, basically, for those of you who don't know, how it goes is Halloween for October, sure, yeah, whatever. November 1, Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> blah, 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 blah. We take, like, a one-day break for Thanksgiving. Back to Christmas. And then on the 25th, we're, that's the last day of Christmas. And then we can do New Year's after that, so. Just two straight months of Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Because why not? I mean, Yeah. I don't know, like, I always, like, try to hold off on listening to the music until it's, like, after Thanksgiving. Because mm. you're a heathen. I, <laughs> I understand. I just, I'm just, like, always afraid that I'll get sick of it by the time Christmas comes, but then that never really happens anyway, so. Exactly. I just, there's just something about Christmas music. There's a couple songs that, like, grind my gears, but I power <laughs> through them because... You know, all the other ones are worth it. Um, But, yeah. I just... There's just something about Christmas music that you can't get sick of. It's so good. And then uh, by the time Christmas comes, like, and Christmas is over, I feel content. You know, if I started listening after Thanksgiving, I think I would feel like, oh, I didn't get to listen to this enough. Yeah, that's true. Just my take on it, you know? I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to ask you, did, have you ever seen the movie Me Before You? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I have never watched it before. I know it's been out for, like, years now. But, like, last night I watched it. Were you bawling? With Jaeger. When I tell you Was I he sobbed. Yeah. Well, he, like, he was crying. But I, like, at the end, I literally just, like, broke down and just, like, sobbed. Oh, yeah. No, that And that movie... is, like, that is not normal for me with Ooh. movies. Like, I rarely, like, actually cry at movies. And for me to actually, like, audibly, like, just, like, sob was, like, it was rough. I was that a total mess. Is, that movie is, a, it's good, but it's hard. It's very, yeah. Ugh. Then we had, like, a really long 
conversation about it, which was good afterwards. Oh, cute. Love to yeah. see it. But <sighs> yeah, it was just, it was so emotional. Mm, I love a good cry from a movie. Yeah. So, just, you know, if you need a good cry, everyone, just watch Titanic. That movie because, or, yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> literally weeping for 45 minutes during Titanic. <laughs> I, uh, it's not good. I mean, it's a, it's a, the movie has some issues, but the storyline, uh, priceless. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so sad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, but it's not Christmas or it's not Christmas crying time. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Halloween. So, we we got something spoopy. What are we talking about today, Val? I don't we I don't remember. We are talking about mummies today. Because Mummy. I when I was a little it. lad, mummy used to make me do the little lad dance. <laughs> Berries and cream. Berries and cream. Okay. Oh my Sorry. gosh. Sorry. Not that kind of mummy? Got it. No, no. I mean I'm sure some of them were mothers, but oh, um. So yeah, so we've talked about vampires, we talked about witches, and so now it's mummies because I feel like they don't really get the spotlight that much. We could have talked about zombies, but I feel like there's maybe maybe there is a lot to say about zombies, but I feel like we kind of covered zombies and some of their things with vampires. That's true. Because, like, people thought that they were, like, the undead. That's true. That's kind so. of, yeah. So, we're actually... Plus, zombies get a lot more, like, pop culture, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, with mummies, we're actually going to kind of talk about mummies and, like, there's some, like, Frankensteining in there, too. Ooh. Um, and just like a lot of whole, a lot of stuff. Like we're gonna like um, talk about not just like ancient Egyptian mummies because Ooh. actually um, this is a good segue into the beginning. <laughs> we love a good it segue. Actually, yeah, it actually like societies around the world have been making mummies like for forever, like ancient times. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, so, more. like, everyone everyone always thinks of, like, ancient Egypt, but it happened in, like, South America, North America, Australia, you know, with, like, the Incans and Aztecs, mm-hmm. and then, like, Africa, um, and then, like, Europe, so. So, pretty universal thing. Yeah, and so, just a bland definition of mummies is that it's a person or animal, we're only going to be talking about people today. Um, whose body has been dried or otherwise preserved after death. <laughs> love that. I love it. <laughs> We're probably going to gross you out a lot today, but I just think it's really interesting personally. You're taking deep breaths over so, here. So, <laughs> yeah. At least you don't have to, like, look at images because I yes. looked at all the images. I, it's, yeah. It's, it's very interesting to me. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> people made mummies um commonly you know like it was commonly like a religious practice 
Mm-hmm. Um, although a lot of mummies that have been found were accidentally made <laughs> just by like the natural environment. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty easy to make a mummy just like um <laughs> just by placing like a body in extreme temperatures where like bacteria can't grow and thrive. So anywhere where there's like a deserty area with like not a lot of moisture, that's like perfect for making mummies. Um likewise like a cold like a tundra desert atmosphere. Mount Everest. Yeah, like very cold also. Um, obviously, the bacteria can't grow there either. So. It slows the decomp. Yeah. Gross. Okay. So, we're going to get into the history first. Um, okay. So, some cultures around the world mummified, like, all of their citizens, um, and then others just reserved this practice for, like, the very wealthy or, like, people in power. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, so excited that I can't, like, think. Okay. Um, so, one particular tribe in... Um, near Chile, called the Chincharos. Ooh. Have you ever heard of them? No. So they I feel like we never learn about, like, anything outside of, like, Europe in history. We learn about South America. Not in... Well, I did in sixth grade when you were homeschooled, so... (laughs) Well, take that up with my mother and father. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I should take it up with my mother and father. (laughs) Okay, so the Chinchuros were um, embalming their dead as early as 5000 BC. Whoa. And these are the um, people who... The embalmers disassembled the corpses. Disgusting. What does it mean, though? Well, and then they chemically treated the internal organs to prevent the decay, and then they reassembled the body. Ew. And they would, like, add wooden supports, like, along the spinal column and along, like, the arms and legs, um, and, like, filled in the body with, like, feathers or whatever to, like, keep it. So they did, like... Like, what is it called when the think you stuff, like, a dog or a deer head or something? Yes. They quite literally, like, taxidermied. The yeah, humans. taxidermied. Ew. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they had to, like, disassemble it. Maybe they, like, they Because they had to be able out. to get stuff stuffed in. I suppose. But the the Egyptians were a lot more efficient with this, just saying. Yeah, Um, for sure. Okay, and then the Inca, which were um, living in, I think it was like Mexico area? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Approximately like 1100 to 1500 AD. Um, Most of those mummies were arranged in um, a fetal position and were wrapped in leather or like cloth. And placed in baskets, or um, they sat under like huge ceramic jars. Um, 
And so some scientists believe that the Inca mummified all of their dead, not just the elite. Huh. And actually, when the Spanish conquered the Inca in the, like the 15 to 1600s, they forbade the practice of mummification because they thought it was pagan. Um, and so the, Span- <laughs> so the Spanish destroyed a lot of these like Incan burial sites, um, partly because it was like their religion. They like it conflicted with their religion and also to um, plunder all the gold that Good. was often. <laughs> so, you know, I can't say that I'm surprised. So. It's like. Isn't one of the one of the Ten Commandments like not to steal? Yep. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Just <laughs> if you're go- just maybe if you're going to like like just, say something like, in the name of religion, like follow like maybe, all of the like, religious code and not just yeah. that you want to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe try that. <laughs> Just give it a try. See how it goes. So, um, because of that, only a few of the Incan burial sites remain today, sadly. Um, hold on. We both had to wet our whistles. Yeah, I know. It's been, like, really dry. It's definitely getting drier as it gets colder. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So, this is interesting. Okay. Like, ancient Buddhist monks used to practice self-mummification. I'm sorry. Um, let's, let's go back there for a second. <laughs> Self mummification? Yes. <laughs> they basically. Okay, here's how you don't. I would not try this at home, but this is. Oh, how... good. I was. This I was is how you wondering so that I could try it tonight. <laughs> well, it takes years of starving yourself, and you can only <laughs> eat food that promotes decay. Which, Such know, as I I could not find what this kind of food was. Like um, maybe like rotten food? Possibly. Um, so basically they were trying to get rid of all their body fat. And then once all that body Gross. fat was gone, um they spent a few more years drinking a poisonous sap to cause like vomiting and getting rid of bodily fluids for years. After starving yourself for years. I don't know how you survived that long. Uh, This just... And this, like, poison made the body, like... It was kind of like preparing your body for corpse-eating bugs. I just... Or unsafe. No, it, like... Pourquoi? It... Sorry. Excuse me. It like made it so the bugs wouldn't want to eat you, basically. And oh, then okay. after I all thought, that, okay, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I understand. Sorry. I understand. Um, Ugh. So after all of that, then they were buried alive. Good. To, good. to basically just wait for death. That's like a number one fear of mine. Not number one. I don't know what my number one fear is, but like being buried alive sounds like the worst experience ever. It really I can hardly put like my whole head under the covers to sleep without like an oxygen hole. Like Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um yeah, so uh-huh. then they just like waited for death and I think and like believe it or not, death 
um was succeeded but um oh, mummify, really? but self-mummification did not really work ah darn so i wonder why i wonder who the first person was like hmm why don't we all try this to see what happens for sure funsies yeah like. i uh, yeah i don't know just a smattering Ugh. but yeah that happened Okay, um, and now we get to, oh wait, just kidding, huh. <laughs> hold on, okay, mummy medicine was also a thing that became popular, um, is this like when people eat placenta? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, <sighs> like, Medicine from like powdered mummies. No, no, that's no. Bye. So they're popular. You can finish the podcast yourself. <laughs> so between like the 12th and 17th centuries, um, countless mummies were disentombed and burned to meet the demand for this mummy medicine. I'll, again, I don't know who like came up with this. They were like, everyone's but, getting sick. Let's feed um, them burn dead corpses. <laughs> and so the whole interest work? in <laughs> I don't know probably not oh I was gonna say maybe we're missing out on like... something yeah um so the well the whole interest in this in the first place was um based on the supposed medicinal properties of I think it's bitumen okay. it's like a type of asphalt from the dead sea Okay. And it was thought that, like, mummies were, like, embalmed with this. Um, and apparently that was, you know, the med- medicinal properties of whatever Great. this was. Mm. And so they were like, oh, the mummies were embalmed with this, so we'll just use the... Just use instead the of, Instead corpse. of just, like, getting some from the Dead Sea, let's just, like... Yeah, but that was rarely even the case. Like, most were just embalmed with resins anyway, so it was kind of just false. <laughs> and they were like, they were. <laughs> so basically, check yourself. Imagine you... going through your whole life just to die, to be turned into a mummy, and you're like, yay, I'm a mummy. And then all of a sudden, someone's disturbing your tomb, and they're like, actually, we're going to burn you and then eat you. Yep. <laughs> So basically, check yourself before you wreck like other your people. mummies. Yeah, don't and yourself. Don't do that. That's not very cash money of you. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not very berries and cream of you. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to get into ancient Egyptian mummies. Ooh, these are the ones I'm most familiar with. Yeah, I actually, as I was researching this, I remembered that as a kid, like, I remembered why I was so interested in mummies. It's just, like, so interesting to me. Did you, is there a reason why, or? I don't know. I just, like, I just, like when I was researching this, I, like, rediscovered that deep interest in it again. Great. Fantastic. (laughs) Maybe you're supposed to be, like, an archaeologist. Is it too late to switch my major? Um, You could just... Halfway through senior year. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you just like go home and you're like, actually, Jaeger, instead of being a graphic design major, I want to go study um, Egyptian mummies in Egypt. Good day in the dirt. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Good day in the dirt. <laughs> that's from. If you know where that's from? We're best friends. <laughs> Secret Life of the. No, no. no. Secret Life. <laughs> Sisterhood of the Teenager. Traveling yeah, Pants Sisterhood the, pan- the Pants Sisters, yeah. Wow. You showed me that movie. I know, so... I was thinking of it, I just said the wrong word. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so. The main goal of mummification, right, is to preserve as much skin tissue as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ancient Egyptians were experts on this. A because yes. they they like developed the skills really well, and B because they live. I mean, Egypt is like a desert, so like I yeah. said, it's really it was easy to make them anyway. <clears throat> so Egyptians had a very elaborate process to ensure the dead um, experience safe passage into the afterlife. So the whole reason for making mummies for them was to, um, like, with the expectation that when they died, like, afterlife, they would, like, still have their body to take them into afterlife, I think. Yeah. Or they'd, like, come back to their body at some point and, like, relive in it. Um, So the mummification process took about 70 days. That's significant. And the first 40 of these days were just spent, like, drying out the corpse. Which I'm kind of surprised it would take that long. But I mean, your body is majority water, so... That's true. I feel like... I'm, I feel like that's, like, a legitimate amount of time. Yeah. Um, okay, so first they washed the body, and then they, um, removed all of the organs, um, and they, like, (laughs) they basically removed the lungs, stomach, liver, and, like, intestines and everything through just, like, a little incision on the left side of their body. Like, somehow they, like, got all that out. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Thank you for the sound effects. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, except for the heart. The heart was thought to be the source of, like, thinking and, like, thought. Um, so they left that inside the body. Not the brain. <laughs> but, nope, they removed the brain through the nose. Through, with, like, a crochet needle sort of hook. That would take a long time. Yeah. I don't understand, like... I can't imagine How, it would, also, like, stretch do, that. do you have access to your brain through your nose, like, on a normal day basis? I think so. Like, my brain is just exposed right now through well, my nose? I, I don't know, because you have, like, your whole sinus passage. They would have had to, like... How do you get to, like, the back of the brain... To get it out? Like, how do you detach it from I don't the know. spinal they... cord? It's like 
that's like intense fishing for boogers. They go all the way yeah, to your Yeah, they literally just have this like little hook that they just like I don't know how that works. Oh wow. That sounds oh. very unpleasant. It's like an yeah. intense COVID test. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the first time I had like a COVID test. I was like scared. I was like, I don't want to put it up too high because you're gonna tickle your brain. Yeah, I don't know. Um so they would put like all these organs into jars and pack it into like like them into salt to remove all the moisture quicker. Mm-hmm. And then they would embalm the body with resins and like a bunch of essential oils. And then wrap it the whole body in several layers of linen, excuse me. And that's where we get the image of the mummy. Yes. Yep. So basically all they have is like their like, heart. Heart skeleton skin. Skin. Yeah. Muscle, I guess. Eyes. Well, yeah. They don't really have muscle though, because it's all gonna disappear. That's true. It's gonna shrink away. Yep. So that process was only for the very wealthy and royalty, um, but like all Egyptians like practice mummification in some aspects. Like the poor would just um, simply just fill the corpse with like juniper oil to dissolve the organs before burial. Like it was a lot more minimal, mm-hmm. but they still wanted to like do that practice. Um, and then the mummies of pharaohs were placed in ornate stone coffins called sarcophaguses. I love that word, sarcophagus. God, that's a good word. It's very, like, mysterious, sarcophagus. Yeah. yeah, and then, as most people probably know, they're just buried in, like, these elaborate tombs filled with everything that they need for the afterlife. Didn't, such they, as... didn't they bury, like, family members or, like, servants sometimes? Yeah, so... They were often buried with, like, pets and servants. Um, but, like, all their, like, treasures and gold. But then also, like, they, like, were buried with, like, vehicles, tools, food, wine, perfume, and, like, other just random... Life. Huh. So just, like, I I just imagine you're, like like a servant to someone who's gets killed and you're like oh shoot and they're like guess what you get to go too yeah so i bet like the servants like if i was a servant to like a pharaoh or whatever i would like like all the time i'd be like wanting to get on like their best side and like wanting to I'm sure they, like, strived to get to that spot to where they were, like, yeah. the right-hand man to be able to be buried with them because that was, like, the best possible case. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a wild time. Yeah. Mm, so uh. gross. <laughs> I don't want to be a body when I'm dead. You don't want to be a body? Yeah. I want to be, like, I burned. want to be cremated. I yeah, definitely like, want cremated. to be cremated. I don't I want to be, be buried. <laughs> I don't though, like that. Yeah, I know. I mm. yeah. Mm-mm. Yep. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, it just weirds me out to think about. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. So a couple famous mummies. Um. As probably like the most famous one from Egypt was King Um Tutankhamen. King Tut. King Tut. Um. And his tomb and mummified body were discovered in 1922 by British archaeologist Howard Carter. And according to... Okay, so, like, according to folklore, disturbing a mummy's tomb leads to death. Um, But this superstition did not rattle Carter, obviously, and he didn't... he just went ahead and like still exhumed Tut's tomb but then mysteriously several people involved in the expedition died early just like of unnatural like weird causes probably the ones that he was like alright you go unseal the the door (laughs) you you go unseal it yeah Um, so of course the media just like blew up over this yeah um yeah, basically, the, everyone thought he was, like, cursed because he did this. Um, yeah. Yikes. So, the tomb itself, despite apparent grave robberies, it was crammed with just, like, a bunch of ancient treasures and, like, jewelry and, like, the famous, like, solid gold mask that he wears. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've done, like, a lot of really cool, like, testing and stuff to, like, see, like, what he died from. Because there was a lot of people who thought that he was murdered. Because mm-hmm. he died, he became pharaoh at nine years old and ruled oh, yeah. for, like, about ten years. So, like, he wasn't even our age by the time he died. Yeah. Like, imagine at nine years old just, like, becoming, like, a I just can't. How would you? <laughs> yeah. That's just, at nine years old, I don't think that I even, like, comprehended what, like, how a car ran. Like, I don't even, I feel like, I can't I even, like, remember. Know. Yeah, I, I, that was a bad example. I still don't know how a car runs, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, so hard to, like remember your brain capacity at certain ages like that it's like yeah. how how much did i actually know well you're not in your critical thinking stage of life yet brain development yeah it's hard to like undo it's that you're very like concrete brain thinking that's true okay so another um pharaoh wait did they figure out how he died Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, they found through computer analysis using wave penetration. Um, apparently, he died from injuries sustained while hunting. Mm. So it could be murder. Maybe. That seems kind of fishy now that you talk about it. I'm just saying injuries sustained during hunting. Sounds mm. like an easy way to like murder someone and be like oh no it was while we were hunting that's true hmm Hmm. conspiracy podcast (laughs) oh my god back at it again (laughs) okay so i did not have time to um 
look up the pronunciation of these next two names. <laughs> Great. So just give them a go. Um. So Hatshepsut. Huh? <laughs> Hat. I'm gonna call her Hattie. How do you How do you spell it? H A T Hat, and then like Shep. Soot. The that sounds right. <laughs> so she was one of the most prominent female figures in I've heard of her Egyptian history. She just was amazing. She established new trade routes and like undertook ambitious building projects. Girl boss power. Yeah. And she cool. died in her fifties, which I feel like wow. to get to your fifties at like 1400 bc was like yeah that's significant i feel like yeah so she reigned for almost two decades um she was the widowed queen of the pharaoh uh second tutmus yeah probably um and she was made regent after his death um until like his son their son came of age um but she proclaimed herself as pharaoh and she was also discovered by carter in 1902 but um she didn't give as much hype because her sarcophagus um unlike tuts was just empty by the time he discovered it wow okay yeah i always like wonder where all these like treasures end up because all of these like grave yeah robbers i guess before then like where did all these treasures end up they took them somewhere they're somewhere in the earth i feel like yeah um, they've got to be somewhere they yeah it's so interesting and then we have i like want to say it one way but then i don't know um, it's R-A-M-E-S-S-E-S. Ramesses? Ramesses? Is it Ramesses? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's how I've that's heard a, it. Yeah, so Ramesses II, also known as Ramesses the Great, was one of the most well-known Egyptian pharaohs because of his campaigns and numerous monuments. Well. Um, yeah, so he, like, fought a lot of battles in his time, and his body showed evidence of, like, many healed injuries and, like, arthritis. And that somehow they could, like, figure all that out just by... I mean, I guess your body's preserved enough to be able to see, like, scars and everything. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And it looked like... Apparently, they found out that he had a large dental infection that could have been the cause of his death. And he reigned for almost 60 years and died when he was about 90 years old. Which is just insane. like, very old. Um, (laughs) He he also fathered more than 100 children. Well, (laughs) that's that's a lot. Ancient Egyptians, I think, were pretty promiscuous. And he also, and incestuous... Because he actually ended up marrying his own daughter at one point. Good. So, there's that. Um, (laughs) 
And his mummy was discovered in 1881 in the Valley of the Kings. Hmm. Um, and in 1974, Ramesses' body was flown to Paris to be treated for a fungal infection. <laughs> and he was actually <laughs> issued an Egyptian passport for that. Which listed his occupation as king deceased. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's kind of funny. Yep. That's kind of funny. Yep. So, yeah, those are, that's mummies. So, in Grand Rapids, there's a mummy. There is? Yeah, at the Grand Rapids Public Museum. Oh, yeah. Is it still there? I remember yeah. seeing it. <clears throat> it's of a woman, and her name, I looked it up. Her name is Natke Bastet Iru, um, and she's from Egypt. From the, the Third Intermediate Period, the 22nd Dynasty, which is around, so they, they base when she was buried um, between... 946 and 712 BCE. Hmm. So, like, very, very old. Yeah. Um, and she was the daughter of an important priest in um, the Temple of Amon at Karnak. I don't know what that means. But her father was the steward of the sacred boat, an opener of the doors of heaven. And she owned property, had a title of her own, and was buried in a high-quality coffin um, and with great care. So. How do people know all this about, like, these people's lives? Well, it's recorded for her. It's all, like, written down. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. That's so cool. I, like, remember seeing that for the first time. I know exactly where it is in the museum, too. Um, Isn't it, like, upstairs? Yeah, it's upstairs across from, like, the the nature, like, wildlife area. Like, where they have all the birds and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I think I remember going there as a kid. Yeah, and it, I just remember seeing it as a kid because she's just there, and it is a little spooky. It it's it scared the crap out of me. It's I, just just a little spooky. I could barely even look at her. I remember. Yeah, and she still has like hair, like you can see on her scalp, like. Yeah, where is she from? Egypt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is a wild time. I was just <clears throat> not about it. Not about the mummies. <laughs> I mean, it is very interesting, but it's just a little spooky to me somehow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like because you said that you wanted to be cremated. Like, you don't want any evidence, like, of your body, really. No. And, like, I, this I whole also... process is to, like... Yeah, like to save as much evidence. Yeah, yeah. I also, when I'm cremated, just in case like my future children are listening to this, um, <laughs> don't save me in a jar. 
like don't just like keep me on like a mantle you don't want to be in an urn no <laughs> like, like cremate me put me in a plastic bag and then just like throw me in the dumpster or something i don't know oh like, my gosh or just like sprinkle me somewhere that i would like to be sprinkled like i don't I don't want to just, like, be sitting in, like, someone's home. Like, that's weird to me. Well, you can be buried, too, after. Sure, Like, you sure. put in an urn and then buried like sure. that. Sure, put me in an urn and bury me. Let's do that. Because I just don't want to be, like, out and about. <laughs> <laughs> For someone to accidentally knock over. <laughs> yeah. And you just know that, like, a dog would come, like, sniff at it and, like, Ooh. lick me up. Like, that's so weird. I don't know. <sighs> I will not be like I've already discussed with my parents. They're getting burned. I, sorry, I need to stop saying it like that. They're getting cremated, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're not going to be on. Like they're going to be buried. I guess. I don't. That's what my grandparents plan to do. Perfect. Although we do have my grandpa on. Yeah. It's like on her like I well, know. I think it was like his dresser. But like Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's interesting. It's it yeah. You're just like, I'm going over to visit Huggy and Pop Pop. <laughs> just like go pat the urn. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah, creepy stuff, dude. Very nice. So, like, imagine and, being so important that you get, like, a whole sarcophagus. Yeah. And they, like, bury your animal Like, this, you. like, took a lot of effort, like, to do. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Well, what a fun smattering today <laughs> for spooky season. Yep. Last day of spooky season. Then we're on to Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you later <laughs> bye guys bye